Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown, and today we're going to be looking into the big choice every single one of us has before us. Do we live for ourselves or do we live for Jesus? Let's get started. Today we're talking about choice. We're going to examine the two contrasting ways we can choose to live. The first one, of course, is the one that we're born into, which leads to a life governed by our flesh and only our flesh. The other is living a life for Jesus. It's a really, really important subject. And we're going to start off with looking at 1 John 2, 15 through 17. But I want to say that, you know, as we're going through these studies, please If you can, you have the opportunity to just open up your word. The nice thing about doing podcasts is that you can just go back through this over and over until all the things that we talk about, you can absorb them and really grab hold of the and understand the things that we talk about. And so it's a great time and great opportunity for you to grow in the depths of the love of God. So let's go ahead and start off with 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Alrighty. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. It really is an amazing passage. It's kind of a a theme passage, perhaps, for us. Um, It is. Yeah, it's it's It's, pretty cool. It's what we try and talk about in so many of our, if not all, (laughs) of our episodes, huh? Right. Well, do not love the world or the things in the world. You know, okay, well, you're going, you might say, well, uh, I live here in this world. Well, when we walk with Christ, the whole idea is to just, tap into him. When it says the things of the world, think about that. That's everything that's in this plane. Now watch this, what it says in verse 16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world. Mm -hmm. Now the father is in heaven. He, through Jesus Christ, we can now know him. We can have this relationship with him if we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. His Holy Spirit now is with us, and we now have access to the throne room of God if we're walking in obedience to his word. But we can we can actually have a, a relationship and live a life that is empowered from the source of life, which is God, from the heavens itself. And we can now have a life that is full of his presence, his Holy Spirit, the nature of God can manifest itself through our life as we learn to walk in obedience. But look at what this is talking about, the lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh is the desire to indulge, you know, our passions and desires. You know, the Bible says you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. So there's this this life that we can live in this flesh that's on the earth. It's earthly, sensual, and it has to do with feeding our passions and our desires here on this earth. And whatever that means for you, whatever that, that is for you, whatever your passions and desires are. And then it says the lust of the eyes, right? Mm-hmm. The lust of the eyes is that desire to possess. You know, I see it, I want it, you know? <laughs> 
And yeah. so it's so mm-hmm. typical. And a, a lot of times they do interlap with one another, right? You can have the lust of the flesh, you know, and then your eyes come along and they see something and that you just go, I want that. I want to own that, you know. Well, I think of our granddaughters, one who's still a toddler. Hmm. And when they walk into, say, a toy store or something like that, they want it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> they see it, they want it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they have to learn how to temper that. Mm-hmm. Exactly and right. And realize that they can't have everything that their that little they, flesh wants. Yeah, because, you know, half yeah. the time you think you want something, but, you know. But you don't really. You don't really. And yeah. you could end up with a giant. The commercials look good, but. <laughs> giant room full of stuff that you never touch, you know, because, <laughs> but I wanted it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's it's not a, a good thing. It's It's something that's feeding our independent mind, you know, it's independent. And then the last one that it talks about is the the pride of life. And that is uh, something where you have this desire to impress. And that's where, I mean, a lot of things come when you have an attitude that's, that's solely looking to the people around you, the things around you. You get envy. So the, the Bible talks about envy. It says we're, we're self-seeking and envy exists. Then there's confusion and every evil thing. I mean, it just gives place to uh, mm-hmm. wrong attitudes, wrong way of treating people and and it just becomes a, a culture of of me, 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 and everybody's trying to get their own, you know, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So mm-hmm. it's all about what I can attain. It's all about me. Well, and don't you think, especially in our society, it's just so, so prevalent. I mean, things are right before our eyes, 24-7, if we allow them to be. It's so true. And... You know, it's very it's very easy in our in our worldly self to get really caught up in that. It really is. You know, a lot of times, even uh, I we talk about children, but those things kind of they go right into adulthood. A mm-hmm. lot of times, you know, where you even the motivation of your your wanting to have the best job is so that you can have the best stuff, so that you can have that right. you can you can attain this yeah. place. We're we're kind of designed to accumulate this self-worth because that gives us purpose we feel so our and everything that we're dealing with is on this plane it is Mm -hmm. in the world and that's not to say that you can't live in a nice house or you know well that's drive a nice car this that's not what we're talking about it is not it's it's more the um probably the focus of your life it's really true because (laughs) you know making sure that that's not the focus that well, it's actually, it's the not word even, is, right. Jesus is the focus. That's right, because it's it deals with the thoughts and the intent of the heart is what we're talking about here. Right. Because, yeah. because what we are pointing to here is what that actually says when it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So That's a pretty heavy statement. It really is. I mean, when you really, really think about it. Yes, it is. Because to love the world, the world is independence. You see, the world is designed to keep you independent from God because you're just looking at, like we were just talking about, all of the things, and it's all in this plane right here. But God is life. He is truth. He is actually where the very source of life. And like I had explained, the Holy Spirit can now live in us, and we can have a fellowship with the Father. So the love of God supersedes it actually bypasses once you start getting heavenly minded you're no longer 
earthly minded. Mm -hmm. And then the things that you do have, it's because he has provided them for you so that you can actually be a blessing to others Mm -hmm. so that you can actually have a life that's full of the fruit of his Holy Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. Yes. Gentleness. And I mean, Mm -hmm. all of the, all of the amazing fruits of his spirit. Mm-hmm. that are filling your life as you surrender to him and that you're transformed. It takes time, but it takes this dedication to coming into him. Well, I'm, I think that we need to be like, I hope you know that we are like super clear about, about this is a lifelong process. It really is. You know, yes, it's, it is. it's like, I know for me, I read the Bible, you know, I've read the Bible for years and years and years, but I read a passage and something brand new Mm -hmm. pops out. It's so true. And And I know that happens to you too. Oh, it's astounding. Yeah. And it's really not something we're ever going to attain. We have to be striving. (laughs) Well, we we are striving, but what we can attain is a walk that is pure and before the Lord. Yes. We can walk, we can live a life that is pleasing to God. Yes. And a life that is pleasing to God is a life that is surrendered to God. Right. That you walk in this place of humility. Because in order to get to this place, you have to recognize that all of these lust of the flesh and lust of the eyes and the pride of life, those are all part of our natural nature. Mm-hmm. Those are all part of who each one of us is. Mm-hmm. We all have these characteristics. We're earth-minded. We're selfish-minded. We're mm-hmm. self-centered. Mm-hmm. We have this this mindset. This is how we're born. So this is not a natural thing for us to be heavenly minded. So God has to cause us through our surrendering, recognizing number one, who we are and that we have a need mm-hmm. that this is not really getting us anywhere. At the end of this life here, if we just keep our eyes here on this earth is death. But if we keep our eyes on heaven, the Bible says, you know, it says once again, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He now has made a way for us to be infused into his nature and character. And he's, he imparts his Holy Spirit into us and we become children of God. The Bible says Jesus was the firstborn, but now we are many brothers and sisters in him as we believe. And we just lay our life down for him as he laid his down for us. Mm -hmm. And we live a life that's separated, set apart for his glory. And we lift up praises. And this is something that we have to do ourselves. It is something. It's not something that going to church once a week, you know, (laughs) and hearing a message on the word is going to do it. It's got to be a a daily striving. It really does. Yes, it does. And so Mm -hmm. um, let's go and look at Romans 8, 5, and 6. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So there you have it, right? There's Mm -hmm. what we just got done saying. For to be carnally minded... That means that you're just worldly and earthly minded, right? Like we talked about. Just like we've been talking about. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Is death. The result of this is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You know, this kind of takes you back to the to the garden almost, you know, because you can see right here that uh, here's the, the difference. You've got the choice in each one of us now. Used to be exterior, but it, now it's interior. Now, now we have the choice inside of us. We kind of have a 
a mini Garden of Eden inside of each one of us, because our soul represents our self. So when you say that choice is external, it used you, it used to mean? be external in the sense of you had the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life, and so Adam uh-huh. and Eve were there, and they yes. had to make it. You know, Eve made a choice. You know, she mm-hmm. said, "I want to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil." Right. So that then caused this independent mindset that we've been talking about. After that, they actually were destined to die after that mm-hmm. because they were carnal. They became carnally minded. So you're saying that now we have that inside of each one of us. We have that inside of each one of us. So mm-hmm. our soul represents our choice, our ability to make a choice. But we have the spirit of God now that dwells within us, which is the, the spirit of life. Mm-hmm. And we have to be carnally minded is death. So we, in our life, every single day, have to make a choice that we choose life. Mm-hmm. Paul, he said, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless, I live. Every day, I die to myself daily, he says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so it's like we have to surrender our flesh before the throne of God and receive his life every single day. Not that you lose it. You, don't, right. you never lose salvation. You never lose that. But you have got to work at this. Yes. Every day, you have to commit your life to letting Christ be on the throne. In uh, Romans 8, 6, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And you know, that um, it's kind of like being in that life and peace, we are, ref- okay, God's light, God is light, right? Mm-hmm. We're reflecting his light to others around us so they can also be inspired to seek him and to see him through our lives and to know him yes right 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 and there lies the key right by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so we have to be obedient we have to be willing and obedient and we have to walk in this place of life light truth Mm -hmm. you know so that people can see it you know the thing about it is when you really are surrendered and this is not easy but when you are really surrendered to the lord and you give yourself to him then all of a sudden people will see the truth. They will see what comes out of you starts becoming a sound wisdom that, that they hear coming out of you because your, your whole purpose is to re- reveal Christ through yourself. So in mm-hmm. other words, you're surrendered. You say, Lord, speak through me. Let your words come out of I don't want people hearing Diane. Nope, exactly <laughs> I want, right. I want them hearing the Holy Spirit through me because, you know, Diane can make a ton of mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you've said the same thing. Sure, you know, it's true. You want them to see Jesus. You don't want them to see Craig. No, I don't. I don't like my attitude. Yeah. You know? Oh, totally. Outside yeah, of Christ. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. his nature. I yeah. ask for his nature, his words, his truth, his wisdom, mm-hmm. his understanding, his counsel, his might. You mm-hmm. know, all of these wonderful things, his knowledge. And it makes life kind of fun. It makes it a blast. <laughs> That's what I was saying earlier when you were talking about, you know, do I receive revelation all the time? It's constant. Mm -hmm. And I live in a, I love to be, the Lord knows me. I kind of have a childlike nature and I I just love to be wowed. He just, Mm -hmm. I'm so easily entertained because he's going like, he shows me this, I go, wow. And he shows me that and I'm going, wow. I look outside and I'm going, wow. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's amazing what God has given us. And I'm so thankful because he has just poured his blessing upon our lives because we have surrendered to him. We've lived a life that's been set apart. And what I'm asking and and suggesting that the word of God is saying to each one of us, we have done and we do. And, And God has 
proved himself through our life. Mm-hmm. We have seen his fingerprint on everything oh, that happens. so much, so much. We could tell stories. It's just amazing. <laughs> I mean, how yeah. he has just gone before us and caused mm-hmm. his will to be done in our life and through our life so that we can be here right now fellowshipping with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all about this time mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And we live in this place and time. And that's the way it is in your life as you're listening to us, that it is about right now getting surrendered before the Lord and letting him be Lord of this moment, letting him be Lord of your life so that you too, with us, we're going to be here. We're going to fellowship together and we're not going to leave you stranded. We're going to continue to just share and fellowship with you. But you too can have this life that we're talking about and surrender to him and let his Holy Spirit move through you and in you and study his word and get in and learn about him and just spend time meditating and and chewing on it. And you too will live in a wow moment and you Mm -hmm. too will be able to have this transformation and you will find this joy inside of your spirit that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're super, super thankful for Jesus and his word. Yes, we are. I just can't even imagine no. what our life would have been like without it. <laughs> and so we that's one of the things we don't take this for granted. No. You know, so we recognize that there's so many people on this planet that don't really truly understand and there's so much nonsense out there trying to discredit and trying to disprove the love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's because they don't know, because like we were talking about, the carnal mind is at enmity. It, it's a, it's a wars against God, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So we love you guys very much, and we just uh, hope and pray that God will move mightily through your life also. And we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>